the other side of midnight. Local spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. It's only Thursday, but we are going to be doing something for the next hour that we normally do on Friday because I'm off tomorrow. I'm heading to Atlanta after the show for uh, my friend's bachelor party. So what we're going to do is we're going to do Ask Frank Anything for the next hour. If you have questions about any subject, give me a call at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Now, we discourage trivia questions. Please don't ask that. And uh, please limit the subject of inquiry into something you're genuinely curious about, something that you genuinely want to know the answer to. If you have a question, give me a call, 800-848-9222. Meantime, there is something that I would love to ask you. So I am wearing a lapel pin at the moment, and it's one of my favorite lapel pins, but it's one of the ones that I find myself giving away all the time. It's a dual lapel pin of the American flag and the New York state flag. And I'm a very proud New Yorker. I'm as proud to be a New Yorker as I am to be an American. And the I love the New York City flag. I love the New York state flag. I would love to find someone who makes a lapel pin of both the New York City flag and the New York State flag on one pin. Ideally, I'd love to get all three, the New York City flag, the New York State flag, and the American flag on one lapel pin. If you know anyone that does all three, or that I can request a flag pin from, from all three, please email me, frank.morano at wabcradio.com. That's frank.morano at wabcradio.com. I've reached out to a few people who supposedly do these custom lapel pins, but so far I haven't been able to find anyone that's uh, able to do it. Know of someone, or if you are someone that's able to do it, email me, frank.morano at wabcradio.com. I'll look forward to your questions in a moment. 800-848-9222. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. One of my favorite things when it comes to local government and national government is whenever there are left-wing interests and right-wing interests coming together for the same purpose. And that is precisely what is going on in New York City. There is an unusual grouping of New York City council members across the political spectrum who are teaming up to push a measure that they say would improve the quality of life for single adults staying in homeless shelters by bolstering their privacy. Intro 990, sponsored by conservative Democrat 
Robert Holden, who is part of the Common Sense Caucus, and progressive Democrat Lincoln Ressler, who's the chairman of the Progressive Caucus, require the New York City Department of Homeless Services to create individual sleeping areas for shelter residents, replacing the congregate dormitory sleeping style that's used in many shelters or single adults. If passed, shelter providers would largely meet this threshold using dividers similar to an office cubicle, according to Bob Holden. It's not an unprecedented proposal. Holden said he got the idea from the Borden Avenue Veterans Residence Shelter in Queens that currently uses a similar model upon visiting last year, he discovered that half of the shelter, which was run by the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, had private cubicles complete with a door where people slept in the other half, which Holden said was run by the city. Occupants slept out in the open in a congregate space. So I think this is a great idea, and I applaud the Chairman of the Common Sense Caucus, Bob Holden, and the Chair of the Progressive Caucus, Lincoln Ressler. This is exactly the kind of thing that the New York City Council should be doing, and I hope it gets done forthwith. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Maybe it says something about where we are as a nation in that the fact that so many of the substantive political discussions in the country today happen to take place on comedy shows. And yet, that is precisely what happens these days. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democratic Congresswoman from right here in New York, she was on The Daily Show, and she thinks Mayor Eric Adams gave away the store this month when he greenlit raises for cops under City Hall's recent agreement with the uh, largest police union in New York City. After the thin blue line went seven years without a pay raise. This is what she said. And you're talking about funding um, uh, violence prevention outside of uh, the police. Mm -hmm. And yet Eric Adams has just increased police wages by 28 Mm percent. Is that misplaced? I, I think so. We are now at a point where officially most officers are paid more than a teacher with a master's degree serving these same kids involved in these same incidents. We are defunding safety, defunding our public schools, defunding our public pools, defunding our parks, defunding our libraries, when we are taking all of those resources and demanding that every single department except the militarized one be cut. We are sending a message about who and what we care about. Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez is absolutely wrong. Let's begin with the fact that these comments aired just hours after a uniformed female NYPD officer was attacked and struck on the head by a bottle-wielding suspect with 11, count them, 11 previous arrests who claimed to cops that, quote, God told him to do this. But let's also begin with the facts. What she says is absolutely wrong. 
police officers do not begin with a higher starting salary than teachers do. Teachers begin with a higher salary than cops do. Starting salaries for teachers with a master's degree range from a little over $68,000 a year to $83,900 a year if they have both a master's degree and teaching experience. That's more than cops are starting with. So what she says is incredibly inaccurate, and I think it shows absolutely no understanding of how dangerous the job of a police officer is. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I wanted to spend a minute telling you about an event next Thursday, April 27th, that I hope you will come to. We have a great listener. His name is Al, who um, unfortunately lost a young son. The young son was named Lucas, and he was, Lucas was, a little older than the parameters for being labeled as dying from sudden infant death syndrome, yet he still died at a very young age. And Al has dedicated the bulk of the rest of his life to finding a cure for the kind of ailment that Lucas dealt with. And next Thursday at the Starland Ballroom in Sayreville, New Jersey, they are doing a terrific event. The Jess Novak band is going to be there. It's hosted by my colleague uh, Lauren Conlon and it's going to be at the Starland Ballroom at 6.30 p.m. You can uh, see more information at lyricsforlucas.org. I'm going to try and be there as well. And uh, I was, I've been at previous events for Lyrics for Lucas before, and it's just so moving to see so many people that are interested in finding a cure for whatever it was that resulted in Lucas's untimely death at a very young age. As the parent of a 17-month-old, this is literally the exact sort of thing that keeps me awake at night. So I hope you'll come to this benefit concert next Thursday, April 27th at the Starland Ballroom. Learn more about it at lyricsforlucas.org. That's lyricsforlucas.org. Hopefully, I'll see you there. To be continued.